Hello, welcome to Locked on Sharks, the premier hockey podcast of the greatest team. This team is never going to lose again, are they? Uh, in the Bay Area, and the Sharks win again. Uh, it's two wins in a row for them now. Um, Henry Thrun looks fantastic in his NHL debut, and fans are panicking in the streets because the Sharks are no longer going to get Connor Bedard. So all that and more on today's episode of Locked on Sharks. Your Locked on Sharks, your daily podcast on the San Jose Sharks. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, J.D. Young, contributor at San Jose Hockey Now. I want to thank you for making Locked On Sharks your first listen. Uh, you can follow for free on YouTube or wherever you get podcasts, and that way you know exactly when a new episode is available because here at Locked On, we cover your team every day. And the Sharks have now won two games in a row. Um, this one, I think, in stunning fashion, to be honest, especially against uh, this Vegas team, which is the best team in the West uh, as of right now. Sharks went four to three in overtime. Um, we're going to talk about Henry Thrun's debut. We're going to talk about kind of this where these young guys and how they're performing. Um, but I know, of course, right now uh, my mentions are on fire because fans are freaking out about uh, the Sharks are playing themselves out of the Connor Bedard sweepstakes. And I hear you. I understand it. Um, guys, it's three points. The Sharks are just three points back, okay? It's not like there's some huge... It's three points. And yes, I know Chicago's lost seven in a row. Columbus has lost three in a row. The Ducks have lost six in a row. Again, the Sharks, they went through their nine-game losing streak, and they've won a couple now here. It's going to happen, okay? Um, there's only been one 10-game losing streak this season in the NHL, okay? And there's been a handful of nine-game losing streaks this season with the Sharks being one of those. So, Right, these it's I know these teams are decimated either through injury, through trade, or whatever. It's just not feasible to think that these teams are going to lose out. Um, like the Blackhawks are not gonna lose 14, 15 straight games in a row. All right. We went through the schedule. I will be more so Blackhawks do have a couple. All right, they lost to the St. Louis. That game was a one goal game midway through the third period. Okay. <laughs> um, New Jersey, yes, that's a tough game. Calgary, Calgary's fighting for the playoff, right? Vancouver, who knows with Vancouver, right? They also they play Pittsburgh and Philly to end the season. Like, and they don't have to be wins if you're just pushing to overtime. That those are points right there. Okay. <laughs> Columbus. All right, got a point against Boston. Was not expecting that. That's a point that you were not expecting, right? Um, they play Florida, who's been a bit of a mess. Ottawa, who knows, right? Toronto has lost to the Blue Jackets on more than one occasion this year. Um, so it's not 
unfeasible there, right? And they also play Philly, Pittsburgh, and Buffalo to end the season, right? There are opportunities. It's good. Again, it's three points. And the Sharks, they have it. So the first thing is points, right? Next thing is regulation wins. Um, Sharks and Columbus are both tied with 15. Anaheim is 13. That's the one right there. They need to be at least a point ahead of Anaheim. Um, Anaheim, though, they've now lost six in a row. They have games against Arizona. They also have Vancouver as well. They have LA who may or may not be playing for anything by that. They might be pretty much locked into their spot. Um, come the final game of the season. Like there's still opportunities here. Edmonton. We've seen Edmonton play terribly. Look at how they played against the sharks. Okay. I know tanks are built on hot hope and there's still a lottery that's going to figure everything out. So, um, yes, you want the best odds to go into the lottery, but we have seen teams move up. And, yes, I know Connor Bedard is the prize, but still Fantilli, Carlson, or Michkov are amazing players who would be number one picks in any other draft and would be great additions to the Sharks. It's not like they're not going to get a great, great player in this draft. So let's take a deep breath. Enjoy beating the Vegas Golden Knights, which always feels good. Um and the thing about it is you're getting you're getting contributions from young players. They said on the broadcast tonight, like how many of these forwards to, are young guys, right? Kaut, um, you have Zetterlin, you've got I'm totally blanking on, you know, uh Bordolo is playing tonight. Like you, you've got a bunch, you know, Lawrence is young. Like you have a bunch of just young guys who are figuring stuff out. This is good for them to kind of build up some momentum, build up some confidence heading into the offseason, going into next season. So Sharks fans, take a deep breath. It's going to be okay. I know. Believe me, I want Bedard and Teal more than anything. Um, But we can't, every win, you can't just freak out about how you're not going to get Bedard, okay? There's still... Still plenty of games left, plenty of opportunities for the other teams to get points. Again, regulation wins we are rooting for, but them just getting getting those overtime, like, again, did you expect Columbus to get a point against Boston tonight? No, they did, okay? Things happen. Vegas played poorly. Vegas was terrible in this game. Um, and the Sharks young players, like Henry Thrun. Henry Thrun was amazing tonight. We should be celebrating, like, the Sharks might have, I know it's one game, but the Sharks might have found something um, in one Henry Thren. So before we get into Thren's debut, I'm going to talk about Bordolo. I'm going to talk about the lines, of course. Um, whole mess of stuff. Let's take a quick break. Talk to you guys about our friends over at FanDuel. Um, tournament is heating up. We're down to the Final Four, and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. America's number one sports book. That's right, because uh, right now FanDuel is giving new customers a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's $1,000 back in bonus bets. If your first bet doesn't win, just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up today to claim your no-sweat first bet. You can wager on everything from the money line to point spreads to which team will be cutting down the net. All in an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So don't miss your shot at a no-sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars when you join FanDuel today just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up make every moment more with FanDuel 
All right. Let's talk about Henry Thrun. Um, I was thoroughly impressed. You can't come away from this game and not be impressed with the way he handled himself and the way he looked. He looked like he had a hundred NHL games under his book, under his belt. Um, I was talking with half fall. I was chatting with half fall hockey and the word that he described. Um, and I, it's a perfect word. He looked comfortable. He looked like a guy, like I said, who had been doing this for a long time. Um, great, great job springing the, the Oscar Lindblom goal, right? Finding the week, the, the open area where Lindblom can get it, just get going right there. And him and Ferraro had a nice, uh, nice little give and go. And Lindblom was able to, to finish it off. Um, got a goal in the Mario Ferraro again, face off play. Boom. Knew exactly where to go, but every pass just looked comfortable and crisp. And, um, he had some great defensive plays as well, especially, um, couple, the Vegas didn't do a good job of kind of sustained pressure until the third period when they were down and trying to get back into this game um, and then trying to take the lead late, but great job. Just the stick lifts being in the right positioning look like a very smart hockey player who just kind of comfortable in his own skin and knows exactly what to do um, after the game. David Quinn said he's going to uh, play the crap out of him, which is, what you want to see. We know David Quinn and his, well, Quinn in defensive players, we've seen him kind of let these young guys go. And we know Quinn actually does a great job at, at kind of developing young defensemen. Look at, you know, Adam Fox. I don't think uh Thren is going to be Adam Fox. Um, that would be amazing, but like, you know, he, he's going to kind of let him work his way into it and kind of figure this out and give him a little bit more leash. I think um, we, we, again, throw, I think Quinn, Quinn knows how to develop defensemen. I, I, that's you, you, you saw it with the Rangers look at like Miller, you know, Conjure Miller Fox, like he knows how to develop defensemen um, Thrun, who's played a lot of college hockey. Um, I think he's going to fit right in for the Sharks. And as Sharks fans, we should be really excited. Um, I know people were freaking out about giving away a third-round pick in the 2024 draft for him. This, <laughs> I will gladly take Henry Th- Thrun right now. Even I know it's just one game, but Thrun played a fair amount tonight. So he was actually... Um, had the third most minutes defensively. Carlson, of course, led the way with 25 minutes. Uh, Ferraro was next at 21. Thrun at 20 at 18.46. Vlasic at 18.18. Uh, McDonald has 16.30. And then Shimmick at 15.16. Thrun was even out there on the penalty kill, that big penalty kill um, with less than five minutes left in the third period as the Sharks are trying to kind of hold hold on to the tie and not let Vegas get the, take the lead late, late in the game. Um, you know, to assist, I don't expect to assist every night, but you just, you have to feel, you have to feel so much better about this. I'm um, spoiler half fall comes on next week. And uh, we talk about the defense and kind of the, how the sharks have remade this defense prospect core really, really they've kind of overhauled it really quickly and you have to feel really excited about Thrun and kind of where this blue line is headed. I still think they need a kind of blue chip piece, um, which again, that devil's pick 
I think they're picking a defenseman there. But you got to feel really good about Thrun. Um, playing against – this is, again, Vegas. I know Vegas played terribly tonight. Um, but this Vegas team is the best team in the in the Western Conference. Um, 98 points heading tonight. Already clinched their playoff spot. Like, you have to feel good at, at, at the way Thrun at least helped to – held his own against some of these great, great players and looked like an NHL player from out the gate. It's very, very exciting uh, there in that part. So, and then of course, Thomas Bortolo made his season debut as well, playing on uh, Logan Couture's wing. Like you, you see some of the stuff, right? He closed to scoring a goal tonight. Um, the lines were all whacked because of uh, Oscar Lindblom left the left in the second after this left early in the second period uh, with an injury, did not return upper body injury. Uh, we'll look at who's available here for this poor Barracuda team is going to be just absolutely ripped to shreds here. Um, as soon they've, they've got nobody left, but um, Bordelow though, like you could see the little bit more physically matured now, um, I, I want to see how he, I think I know he's played better as a center, especially the Barracuda last couple of weeks. He's played on the wing and then shifted back to center uh, with Agazino up, had a couple goals there as well. I think he's going to be a winger in the NHL, so he's going to have to just get used to it, but um, had an assist tonight on the Mario Ferrara goal, almost had two goals. He had a nice spin uh, or he just missed the net. In overtime, he had a Carlson pass that he just couldn't quite handle. Um, that would have probably been a goal. Like he was all by himself there. It's a good opportunity for Borlo down the stretch. I do not expect him back in the AHL this season again. Um, you know, his contract, there's no saving his contract. His car, they already started burning his contract next year. There's no slide for him. So um, I would expect him to be in the NHL for the rest of the season because. Again, you're trying to kind of build up these young guys and let them kind of develop that way. Next year, instead of being a bad, just a bad team, maybe they can be a fun, frisky team. Um, and yes, they might, they're still going to be bad next year, but letting these young guys grow and develop and kind of seeing what they have um, instead of just a bunch of like this year, it was just nine bottom six guys playing for the Sharks where you're just kind of slugging through the season, at least next year, hopefully we're going to have guys like Kaut and, you know, Lawrence and Peterson, you know, I didn't even mention earlier, um, Zetterlin, Bordelow, Eklund, Thrun, you're going to have some fun pieces to talk about and kind of see their development next year. So you're not just wasting the season uh, trying to get a good draft pick. You're seeing these young guys play better um, and be, see if they can be part of your core pieces and, and or foundational pieces uh, for the Sharks. So, um, yeah, the future, guys, I know it seems bad. The future, I think, is going to be very, very bright for the Sharks. Like, if you get a, if, if you get Bedard, or if you get Fantilli, or if you get Leo Carlson, or you get Michkov, or Will Smith, like, uh, or not Will Smith. Well, Will Smith's going to be a good player too, but like, um, or like there, there's the future is going to be bright for the sharks. They're going to start to kind of be a fun team here soon. So, um, 
before we finish off, look at the lines, look at the analytics, look at, um, again, the Sharks kind of did a great job of keeping Vegas really, really bottled up until the third period. Uh, let's take a quick break. I want you guys know, of course, about uh, Locked On Game to Game. Thank you guys for making Locked On Sharks your first listen. Now, for your second listen, uh, go check out the Locked On Game to Game NHL. Every moment, every top performance, every result, Locked On Game to Game covers every game from across the NHL with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NHL, available on uh, the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. All right, let's end this bad boy digging into the numbers. Um, five on five, pretty well. Like I said, the Sharks did a really good job of kind of bottling Vegas up for the first two periods. And then Vegas, when they really had to make a push, um, that's when you saw their numbers kind of in increase. So, um, Shot attempts, five on five. Sharks out shot, took more shot attempts, 50 to 45. Um, actual shots on goal, five on five was 23 to 21. Um, both teams kind of did a good job of limiting that there. Um, scoring chances for 27 to 21 in favor of the Sharks. Um, 10 to 10 high danger chances. Spectacles for 2.75 to 2.15. But if you look at the third period, um, that's where Vegas really kind of put their foot on the gas, trying to tie it up and then eventually trying to take the lead uh, late. But um, 1.6 expected goals of, of Vegas came in the third period. So they had 2.75, 1.6 of them basic of expected goals came in the third period. Like even, you know, the, high, the scoring chances, right? Vegas had 21 total. 12 of them came in the third period and even the sharks they did a good job they had 10 in the third period so it's not like the sharks just kind of turtled uh vegas was definitely taken to them sharks kind of crawled back a little bit um to make it even but evener you know but um yeah like i said the sharks i think they they were very well defensively structured and vegas just looked kind of slow and sloppy in this game and the sharks took advantage of that um you know, especially in the, the first period, first period and a half, um, Vegas wasn't doing much and they weren't doing anything consistently. I know it helped the Sharks had a couple power plays to begin the game, but if, if the Sharks can figure out this defense, get some average goaltending next season, like you could start to see some pieces coming together for the Sharks and um, going forward. So, Let's look at um, so the for James Reimer before we kind of try to dig into the lines again. The lines are gonna be all messed up with Oscar uh, Lundblom leaving. So Reimer faced 26 shots in all situations, made 23 saves. Expected goals against was 3.53. He gave up three goals. Um, 885 save percentage, 296 goals against average. High danger faced 10 high danger. Like I said, um, eight. Made eight saves there. Mid danger only faced three, um, and then made two saves there, and then had eleven uh, low danger shots where he, of course, saved all eleven shots. So, and again, it wasn't until like the Sharks did a great job. If you look at the heat map, right um, for Vegas, 
kind of a lot of splotchy sparks on, on the outside. And then it wasn't until the third period where they really kind of got that net front presence uh, going for them. As for the lines, again, uh, so Peterson, Hurdle, and Kaut uh, played 10, uh, 12, 34 time on ice together. Uh, 10 shot attempts, gave up 16. Actual shots was four to nine. Had a goal, gave up a goal, um, and then high danger chances. Uh, or sorry, scoring chances was five to eight, three to four in favor of Vegas. And the high danger chances, um, five defensive zone start. Uh, so they were really relying on that line to kind of be the de- defense for them. Noah Gregor, Nico Sturm, Kevin LeBanc, 809, 11 shot attempts, four gave up six. Um, scoring chances or shots, actual shots was five to two. Scoring chances, uh, four to three. Did give up two high danger while not producing any. Um, so, okay. Uh, Fabian Zetterland, Logan Gator, Thomas Bordelow, 621. Uh, time on ice, five to four in the shot attempts. Actual shots was two to one. Um, did have a goal, got a fair amount of uh, mostly positive zone starts, two and three uh, for your uh, with no defensive zone starts, which is really weird to see from Gator. But I think uh, Quinn was probably trying to shelter the Bordelo part of that as well. So, and then Lindblom, Lawrence VL played 322, had a shot attempt, gave up two, um, and actual shots was zero, nothing. So pretty, again, uh, with Lindblom being out. So uh, we'll see what the Sharks will do here. Um, again, you're, you're starting to run out of bodies at some point um, to bring up. I don't think they're going to go 11 and 7, um, especially because they don't they play again on Saturday, so they have a couple days here. But, um, I mean, we'll see. Sveshnikov sounds like he might be kind of done for the year. Um Eklund, I'm he you we won't see William Eklund again this year. I'm just going to say that. Uh Jonah Gavage is still, I know he's practicing. We'll see if they want to throw him back in. Uh if he's starting to kind of get there. As for maybe you see uh Ag- Agazino get pulled back up again. Um Kyle Criscolo, those are kind of the, the the two. Um, I don't know if I'm pulling up, I know. Tristan Robbins has played really well recently, or Daniel Gushin. Uh, maybe you want to pull up one of those guys, kind of reward them for the season that they've, they've been having here. Um, but all and those guys all still slide. Uh, no, actually, those guys don't slide. Um, so you don't worry about Yeah, so they're they're already in the first year of their contracts. Eklund's the only guy who can slide right now. Um, again, on the rock who's hurt. So, um, yeah, um, we'll see. I mean, I would assume probably – uh, I guess, you know, if he'd be the one that you get, you call back up because he's looked really good so far in his short time with the Sharks. So um, he would be probably the guy I, I assume kind of gets the first shot to get called back up. So we'll see Sharks play on Saturday. Um, and then Bear could have two games against the Texas Stars this weekend. Uh, I think they're five points right now behind uh, the Roadrunners and things are looking pretty grim at this point because uh tucson keeps winning games and the barracuda are just kind of running out of bodies here so um yeah it's gonna be a tough sledding for for the barracuda going forward so uh we'll be back on monday we cover 
cover everything that happened um, in the weekend that was San Jose hockey. More draft profiles come up. I've got a bunch starting to get lined up here. Um, yeah, we got two weeks left of the season. Two weeks, that's it. So enjoy it because uh, about August or so, you're going to get that itch again to start watching some some hockey. Um, so enjoy it. Enjoy the win. Sharks have not had a lot of them. Um, enjoy the win. Enjoy beating Vegas. And guys, just... Connor Bedard, it's it's still it's still a possibility. So um thank you guys for making locked on sharks your first listen. Like I said, go check out the game to game, or if you want to go check out uh locked on giants, locked on warriors, locked on niners, locked on A's, locked on Kings, Sacramento. That is plenty of good locked on Bay Area options. Um follow show, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, follow me on Twitter at my fry hole. And again, you can listen, Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, follow on YouTube. Episodes always drop on YouTube first. Be back on Monday. Until then, bye, friends. 